appreciate what the Lord has done for you. Come on, come on, just go on and just let the Lord know, God, I, I really appreciate everything that you have done in my life. I'm, I'm a living witness. A couple months ago, back in June, I, January, actually, I had a, had a minor heart attack. And because of the goodness and the grace of God, guess what? I am still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Therefore, God has given me another choice, another chance at this thing called life. We're going to have the invocation. Sister Chiquita Holtz, Reverend Chiquita Holtz, she will come forward and give us the invocation. And oh, by the way, I just want to thank um, the White Hill Church. See, 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 the Bible says one Lord, one baptism, right? That, 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 that's all that really matters is that we really love the Lord. Come on, Reverend Chiquita Holtz. God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the strong name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Father, for all that you have done thus far. Father, we invite your Holy Spirit to rule and reign over this service. Father, we ask, oh God, that everything that is said and done on this day, in this platform, that it will not be done, Lord God, because of form or fashion, that, Lord God, we will not serve in vain, but, God, that we will give you all of the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. We're now going to have the church on the hill praise team. Come on and give them a hand clap of praise. Amen. If you're able, would you like to stand with us this evening? We'd love for you to sing with us tonight. God is worthy of our praise.
prayer tonight, God, that you would have your way among your people. We've gathered in the name above all names, Jesus Christ, this one church here tonight. Lord, we just invite you to have your way in our, in our midst, Lord. We invite you to change us, God. We invite you to mold us, shape us into more of your image, God. And we thank you, Jesus, for your great unconditional love in our lives, Jesus. Thank you that we can sing about your wonderful love. We can rejoice in it. It's the reason we've got a song. It's because we're known and we're loved by you. Thank you, Lord.
together for my good. Let's sing that together. You make it all work. You made all things work together for my good. Because he's a good father. Boy, you made all things work together for my good. Boy, father of um, three beautiful children, and uh, that was one of the most incredible things that I think ever happened to me in my life, outside of uh, salvation and getting married. Um, I remember the, the day we came home from the hospital and uh, coming down the road and thinking, man, I love this child so much. You have only met for three days now that you know, I would kill somebody if they mess with my baby. How can how can a love like that be developed so quickly? Just a huge, intense love, and it was the love of a father, the love of a parent, and and we we associate our father as a good father, and God is good. We say it in church: God is good, and all the time God is good, and that that whole idea, the goodness of God is foundational in your walk with Christ. Because when you're going through those storms, when you're going through the rough times, if you can understand that God is good, 
and he's a good father. And just like good parents, we sometimes uh, want what's best for our kids, and so we don't give them ice cream at 11 o'clock at night, right? Some of you probably do. Uh, But God is good. God is so good. And so let's just focus on that as we sing this song. Uh, Hopefully maybe you've heard it before. Uh, It just says, you're a good father. That's who you are, and I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's my identity.
you, Lord, that we're loved. By a constant love, a never-failing love. Lord, we just embrace that tonight. We come in feeling beaten, broken, thrown away, rejected. That we find comfort. That we find acceptance. That we find your love and your grace and your mercy. Your mercy's new every day, God. Would you just say, praise the Lord with me. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I believe you guys can be seated. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord, for there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls, and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and com companions' sake, I will now say, peace be within thee. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. We thank God for the blessing of his word.
like to invite you to sing doxology with us. seated. We're going to have the introduction of the of the preacher of the hour, um, his lovely wife, Sister Tamita Chaplin. She's going to come forward and and do the introduction like nobody else can. Have her to come forward and and uh, do the introduction, and then following that, we'll we'll have another um, selection from the we'll have a selection from the Allen Chapel praise dancers.
And then following that will be the preach word in that order, order the Allen Chapel um, praise dancers. I greet you with grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm standing a little over here to the side because my husband has told me on many times that's the sacred desk and it's only for ministers. So <laughs> I'm like, but I need something to lay my papers and so <laughs> it's okay. So my husband says, Well you don't need to read that bio and things like that. And I wasn't going to, but I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about this alley cat. So he has, you know, prepared, because the Bible tells us to study, and as I'm he's like, you don't need to read that, but he's going to spoil what I had planned if I don't. So his bio is available, it was sent to the church earlier, but I wanted to share with you, <laughs> he's like, okay. But I wanted to share with you um, an intro introductions, and nobody knows you like your family knows you. And what I did was I asked our grandchildren, I wanted to introduce you through the eyes of a few of our grandchildren. And my husband doesn't know this, but I asked them to sit down and write, what G-pop means to them. So the first thing is we have a four-year-old granddaughter, Gia, and she drew a picture. It says, you make it look easy. G-pop is fun. He makes me laugh. And she says, G-pop teaches people about Jesus. This is from an 11-year-old, one of our 11-year-old grandsons. It says, G-Pop, thank you. I do not remember life without you. You make everything so much more fun, from playing Uno to watching football. You make every meal, sport, game, and even watching TV more special. Talking about TV, Thank you for the new one you got us for our rooms. <laughs> I will never forget watching football in the big room with you. Thank you for everything you have ever done for us, from the smallest of a hug or talk, or when we are down, or if we need help, to helping us go to school and play sports. I still remember when you talked to me last year about school when I kept getting bad grades. I had an amazing rest of the year, ending the year off with B's to A's, and that was all because you, you gave me the sense to be better. Thank you, God first, and God bless. And he signs it, P.S., Steeler Nation. <laughs> That's from Christian. Is from our granddaughter Jocelyn. Dear G Pop, when I think of my G Pop, I think of sitting at the table and playing Uno. We play a lot of Uno. I think about teasing him and his Steelers because I love the Eagles. I just want to say thank you for everything 
I can't see a life without you and God. Everything you have done for us and for others, too. I know that if you're in someone's life, they will never forget it. God knows you are happy, and you are making him happy, too, and everybody else. I just have two more. Dear G-Pop, thank you for always being there for me. You always get me stuff, and you brought all of us a basketball court and a huge yard. Thank you for buying me food when I'm hungry. Also, thank you for taking care of me and helping me with my homework when I need help. Thank you for coming to a bunch of my games and for taking me to my games. Even though you're a Steelers fan, I still love you. G-Pop, you always fix my stuff, and you get me what I want if I ask politely. You always let me go outside and ride back bikes with Peyton. Thank you, God, for the best G-Pop and church. This is the last one from Kenny. He's uh, 15, I think. With 11.5 grandkids, the ages and names all start running together. Dear G-Pop, since you came into my life, you have helped me become a better person and be who I am today. You have always pushed me to the best of my ability and made sure everything I did was the best I could, whether it's academics, basketball, or even cleaning the yard. We have six puppies. (laughs) You are an inspiration to me and someone I have tried to model myself after. I would just like to say thank you. These are very unsolicited. We didn't pay them, although they've learned that if they ask politely and do certain things over and over, they can get anything they want from G-Pop. So I introduce to some and present to others Reverend Dr. Gerald L. Chapman, Sr. Amen. So we're going to have a, a praise team to come up from, from the Allen Chapel. Praise dance. Can you imagine just standing before the king? Oh, I can only imagine what. 
Everybody say amen. amen. Everybody say amen. amen. Well, I got a problem. I got a real problem. Can you help me with my problem? Horses nod, people talk. Can you help me with my problem? I don't know why we on one side, we on the other side. How many know you ain't even met the folk on the other side? Can we take a moment and go over and greet somebody, put your arm around them, and let them know you love them? Everybody, just get on your feet for a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Go over there and say, hi, brother, hi, sister, how you doing? Howdy how. Let the church sing amen. Let the church sing. Let the church sing. Amen. Everybody sing. Everybody sing. Everybody sing. Amen. Amen. Let the women sing. Let the women sing. Let the women sing. All right, brothers, let's work it. Let's work it. Let the brothers sing. Let the brothers sing. Let the brothers sing. All right, give yourself a round of applause and thank the Lord. How many know again, it's just good to be alive? Amen, amen. We thank the Lord for Pastor Chappelle and Pastor Chappelle. And all the people who are here, the officers and members, thank God for the, for the praise team. 
thank God for the dancers, and I thank God for each one of you. How many know it's just good to be in the house of God one more time? And once again, I'm grateful to the Lord for my wife, who does all kinds of things without my knowledge and without my permission. But once again, that's why the Lord said, love your wives, as Christ hath loved the church. So I love her and appreciative for her and the little things that she does. I shouldn't say little, all the things that she does to make life better for me. Well, this morning we had a great time, and I'm quite sure wherever you were at this morning at your church, how many had a great time? I'd like to know before we move any further, did anybody's pastor really preach well today? Just say yes. I don't have to do nothing but say amen. I want to share with you something that the Lord has laid on my heart because revival means this. It means to revive. You can't revive something that's not alive. Hello? So once again, if you're dead, I'm going to try to get you alive. If you've been alive and got dead, I'm going to try to revive you. Amen? How many have ever seen a plant that was drooping over like this? And, and what you got to do with that plant, you give it some water, you give it some sunshine, and hopefully it comes up. Amen? Look at your neighbor and say, I hope you come up tonight. <laughs> I hope we can get some life in. I want you to take your Bibles, if you would, and turn to the 23rd Division of Psalms. The what? Some of you don't even need a Bible for that. You can always quote it by heart. But I'm going to ask you to stand with me as we reverence the word of our God. And we quote these words aloud. Everybody, we can all do it together. Let's begin. The Lord is... Thus ended the reading of God's holy and inerrant word. Before you take your seat, I'd like you to look somebody in the eye. Now, don't take your wife now. Don't take your wife. Take somebody or look them in the eye. If you can't look them in the eye, something wrong with you. Look your neighbor in the eye and say, neighbor. Tonight, pastor's going to tell us that I'm completely secure. I'm completely secure. Come on, tell them one more time. I am completely secure. You may be seated. Complete security. What's today's date? September the 11th. How many know it was a few years ago on September 
the 11th, the United States of America came to understand her vulnerability. That even though we are one of the greatest nations in the world, how many know at that moment we became so vulnerable that those planes flew in to two buildings, took thousands of lives. And in that moment, we recognized one thing. That in and of ourselves as a nation, in and of ourselves as a people, in and of ourselves, how many know we need God? How many know we need his strength? We need his help? We need God to walk with us. How many can identify you need God right now? How many know without him you can do nothing? But with him, all things are possible. How many can identify that I don't know where I would be right now if God hadn't stepped into my life? And these words that David penned, 118 powerful words, he begins to let us know that in everything that's going on, I can be completely secure. I can testify to you right now that there ain't really nothing I want for. I got everything that I need. I don't want for money because I got it. Not, not in hand, but my father is rich in houses and lands. He owns the cattle on the hills. He owns the hills. I'm completely secure. I don't really want for, 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 for medical help necessarily because I know the healer. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities, the chastisement of peace was, and by his stripes. Come on, somebody, I'm healed. Even though on my house I have a burglar alarm system, trying to keep out the burglars. But even with the burglar alarm system, they can cut the wires. Even with my six little dogs, they can bark, but they can still get in. But I can tell you right now, I can go to sleep tonight and know that everything is all right. Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. That while I'm sleeping, God puts angels all around my house. He keeps everything that I own. That's why when I wake up in the morning and the car is still there, I say, thank you, Jesus. That's why when I wake up and I'm able to get out of bed under the power that God has given me, I say, thank you, Jesus, because God has been good to me. I am secure. I thank God that I have my right mind. And my wife don't always think that, but I have my right mind. But how many know it's just a blessing right now to know that I'm secure? Anybody else here secure? I don't have a large bank account, but I'm secure. I don't have a whole lot of friends, but I'm secure. I don't have a whole lot of things in life, but I'm secure. Don't have a lot of gold on my fingers, don't have a whole lot of house and all that, but I am. 
secure. Anybody else secure? Tell your neighbor I'm secure. Things are going well for me. God has blessed me to have been able to have six strokes, but I'm still alive. God has blessed me that I've been able to preach for over 43 years, and God is still letting me preach. God's been good to me. I'm secure. I've done 6,842 funerals, but I'm still here. I'm completely secure. Come on, somebody. And when I look back over my life and I look out at the cemetery, I see all ages of everybody else. And my age is there and sometimes a Gerald is there. How many can thank God that God's been good to you in spite of how you've been to God? Somebody ought to say amen. And David wants us to understand clearly that it does not matter who gets in the White House. Hello? You better know that God is in your house. It's not so much important to me whether you have insurance. You better have some assurance that God is in your life. And that you know everything is going to be all right. I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds tomorrow. Let's begin to look at the 23rd Psalm. What's the very first word? The first word. The. The. The is an article which denotes one. How many know there's really not a whole lot of gods? There's only one God. How how many know they call some of them Buddha, Allah, and all that? But there's only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. How many know there's only one true and living God? People say you can worship any God. No, you can't worship any God. How many know you've got to worship the Lord Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth? You've got to know for yourself that he went to a hill called Calvary, hung, bled, and died, and got up early Sunday morning with all power, and he's alive forevermore. And how many know Jesus one day is coming back to receive us unto himself? He's not like the other folk. How many know all the other the ones are dead, but Jesus is alive. Up from the grave he arose with the mighty triumph over his foes, and he's alive forevermore. The, the, somebody tell your neighbor, the, the only one, not a one, but the only one. Then the next word is what? And if you notice, the Lord is in what? It ain't in little letters. He doesn't take second fiddle to anybody. How many know God can do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants, however he wants? And tell your neighbor, he doesn't need your permission. He's God all by himself. He's the only one that I know that can turn water into wine, that can walk on water that can spit on the ground, make mud, put it on somebody's eyes, and they're able to see. He's the Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Rapha. He's El Shaddai. How many know he's God all by himself? And how did he get here? He came through a virgin named Mary. He was born in Bethlehem, wrapped in 
swaddling clothes. The angels declared glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. For under you a son is given and a child is born. And his name shall be called what? Emmanuel, which means God is with us. How many know the Lord ought to be with you? The Lord. The Lord. Now, I, tell, I tease my wife all the time. I keep telling her, you know I'm your Lord. Oh, yeah. I'm the little Lord. That's the big Lord. And then the next word is what? Is is a what? Verb. Which means right now. How many know he's not going to be? He is what? Right now. You need to understand that even before you came to Christ, he was taking care of you before you even knew he was taking care of you. How many know God just didn't start blessing you? He'd been blessing you a long time ago. How many know if it was left up to us, God would have taken us out a long time ago, but his grace and his mercy has kept you and I here. We're here because God has been good to us. Amen. Not because we've done everything God has asked us to do. When you really look at our lives, how many can identify with me? We were a complete mess. Somebody say mess. Matter of fact, look at your neighbor. Just look at your neighbor again. Come on. You got to work it now. You got to work it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you don't even look like the hell you've been through in your life. Look at what God has done. Look how God has changed your life. Because you just told me you were a mess, so you must have been in some rough stuff, but you don't even look like you've been through the crap that's happened in your life. How many know God has changed your life? Now look at your neighbor and go do, just do this and placate me. Just say, just smell them for a second. Just smell them. Say, you don't even smell like the stuff you've been in. How many know God has brought us through some stuff? Anybody know what I'm talking about? God has brought you through some stuff. God has brought you out of some stuff. God has brought you around some stuff. And I'm here now. Now take your neighbor by the hand and say, shake the hand of a victor. Shake the hand of somebody that's come out. Shake the hand of somebody that knows God is able. Come on. Put your hands together and thank the Lord for what God, God is. God is. He's never going to be a was. But he is. The word says he's a very present help in the time of trouble. My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. The next word is what? My. 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 Now when you say my, that means person. Ask your neighbor, do you know him? I ain't talking about do you know about him. I said, do you know him? Do you have relationship? Come on, don't play with me. Don't play with me. How many know when sometimes when you come to church and you see folk in church and they look like they've been dipped in lemon juice? Look like they don't even know God. You say sing. You say clap. I, I just ain't going to do it. See, it's not your call. Tell your neighbor, it's not your call. 
How many know if God woke you up, started you on your way, gave you the activity of your limbs, allowed you who's a poor driver to get here without getting in an accident, and then allowed you to walk into the house of God, he puts a command on you, and he says, enter into my gates with thanksgiving, into my courts with praise, be thankful unto him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good, come on somebody, and his mercy endure forever, I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall forever be in my mouth. This poor man cried unto the Lord and he heard it and delivered him from all my fear. And when I think of what God did for me yesterday and doing for me right now, my soul cries out, hallelujah, I thank you for life and victory. Because I have relationship. Relationship. Everybody can't say that. Everybody in church, just because you know Robert's rules and order, and just because you bought a pew, just because you helped pay for him, doesn't mean you're going into the kingdom. How many know you must be what? Born again. Even old Nick, he knew all the church rules, but he didn't know Jesus. And isn't that a sad testimony to be in church all your life and then end up going to hell when it's all over? Isn't it a sad testimony that when people profess to know Jesus and don't live for Jesus, don't even act like they know Jesus? How many know if you know him and you have relationship with him, how many know you ought to act? I tell my son all the time, I tell my son, I say, Gerald, he says, yes. I said, you can't do what everybody else do. He said, why not? You a chaplain. You a chaplain. And if you're a chaplain, chaplains don't do everything. How many know if you're God's child, some stuff you can't do. Tell me, but some stuff you can't do. Some places you can't go. Some things you can't say. Even when I'm riding down the road and somebody cuts me off, I got to remember I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Just let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. And then instead of me doing what I normally used to do, I just tell, pray the Lord. Pray the Lord. Go right ahead. Because I recognize I belong to Jesus. My attitude has got to be different than the folk in the world. Come on, somebody. On your job, you can't talk about everybody and then talk about let's pray. On your job, when it's time to eat lunch, you can't act like you got a headache. Just go ahead on and pray. If you're ashamed of me before people, God said, I'll be ashamed of you before my heavenly Father. And he that puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. How many here are not ashamed to say they love Jesus? How many are not ashamed to be able to declare, I love the Lord so much that God, if you need me, you can use me anytime, place, anywhere. I'm a witness to be able to do what you want done. I'm an open vessel because we have relationship. I, I say this to my wife all the time, and uh, she's going to come real quick, real quick, real quick. Quit. Telling people that you love them like this. 
Oh, there we go. Boy, this is nice. Pastor, can I take this home? We don't have none of these at home. Man, they only got these down in Virginia. So, 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 once again, God doesn't want to break your leg. A whole lot of stuff you could keep yourself out of if you just followed the shepherds. A lot of things that have happened in my life, it's not been because God wanted it to happen. I start drifting away from God. The closer you get to God, the more blessings you receive in life. And the closer you get to him, the more you learn to trust the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. I'm completely secure. I don't want for nothing. He maketh me. I down. Great pastors. He leadeth me beside what? He does what? How many here recognize you need God sometimes just to give you the great big old pick-me-up? How many have ever gotten broke, busted, and disgusted? How many have ever gotten discouraged sometimes? How many have ever felt like when you're in an auxiliary or you're doing something in church, somebody get on your last nerve? You know what you say? I'm going to quit. How many know you just need a pick-me-up? That's all. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you how God picks us up. Come here, bro. This is what God wants to do. Now, he's a little bit bigger than me, but watch. God wants to pick you up like that. Because sometimes crap gets so heavy, you need a what? Pick me up. You need folk around you that are encouragers. Stay away from negative folk. Stay away from folk who always tear other folk down. Can't find nothing good to say. You wake up, you you say to them, good morning, what's so good about it? This is the day the Lord has made. Because you never, he restores. He brings back that which I've lost. How many can remember when you first received the Lord, you were so happy? And now you done let negative folk steal your joy. Take away your happiness. And my happiness is not found in the building. Sometime when I'm at home and I'm cleaning in the kitchen, I just start sweeping. I love the Lord. God is so good because I thank God for a kitchen. And thank Him for the broom. Then I thank Him when I open up the fridge there. The Lord is blessing me right now. I don't have to have hot dogs like I did last night. I can have roast beef tonight. Then when I go up to my closet, I look at all them clothes. Come on, somebody, all them clothes. I remember when I used to wear hand-me-downs, and now I'm handing stuff down. I remember welfare cheese and butter. But look how God has blessed us. And you mean you can't thank him publicly? Anybody remember their first car? Anybody remember breaking down on the highways? Anybody remember not having enough money to pay the light man, the gas man, and then tell your children, don't answer the door, don't answer the phone? But look at God now. Come on, somebody. God has blessed you. Every single month, I get so mad. I get mad. Usually around the 12th. When that cable bill comes in. Why am I paying 200 and some dollars and ain't never got on what I want to watch? 
How many can remember the little 12-inch screens? Come on, come on. I remember black and white TV. You ain't always had no 40-inch and no great big 55-inch TVs. How many remember the, 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 a telephone that when you picked it up, you had to not say nothing because there was a party line. Somebody was on the other side. How many remember grandma with the plastic on the furniture? <laughs> but look at what God has done for us now. You got a phone without a cord. You got a color TV in almost every room now. And you can eat when you want to eat, how much you want to eat, and God has blessed you. And you mean to tell me you don't recognize that you're in complete security. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green fat. He leads me beside still. He restores my soul. What's the next verse? He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his God does not lead you in crooked places. Shh, don't tell me about it, Jesus. But I don't need to hit the lottery to be a winner. I'm already a winner. God is blessing me. Right now. Right now. What's the next verse say? Though I walk through the what? That verse kind of confused me for a little while. Because, yea, though I walk through the valley of the what? How many know a shadow can't hurt you, but it can make you hurt yourself? How many know death can no longer hurt me? Matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little, because I'm going to tell you something. I'm never going to die. I'm never going to die. What you mean you ain't? I'm never going to die. What did I say? Never, never, ever, never, 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 ever. I'm going to sleep. But if I go to sleep, I'm going to do what? Wake up. Some glad morning. When this life is over. Here's what the Bible says. Every one of those folks who have gone asleep over there in Christ, that when the trump of God sounds, the dead in Christ are going to rise up first, and we shall be what? Caught up to meet them in the air. Folk who have died at sea, the Bible said, the sea shall give up her dead. Those who have been in a fire, God's going to bring all those ashes back together again. See, I believe what God said over what you said. I believe God said it. It doesn't matter whether I believe it or not. It's what God has already said. And if God has declared it, how many know he's going to bring it to pass? How many know, do you know a caterpillar? A caterpillar spends a third of his life on the ground. He goes into a cocoon, which is ugly and dirty. Isn't it? You ever see a cocoon? Everything is on it. It's all dirty. But how many know while it's in that cocoon, it's changing from a crawling to a wonderful butterfly? See, I realize I might go have to go into the ground, but once I get in that ground, how many know God is going to do something special in my life and call me unto himself, and I'm going to fly away? 
He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll do what? Fear not. Why? Because thou art God is with me. Isn't that good to know? Tell your neighbor, God's with me. Matter of fact, matter of fact, let him know where he's sitting. Where's he sitting at right now? Come on, Patty, show him, show him. Even though you hugged up close to, look how close she is now, man. God is still in between the mix. Come on, somebody. And when God is in the middle of anything, how many know God works it out on our behalf? He does the work. David, I walk through thou shalt never fear no evil, for thou with me, thy rod and thy staff, they what? I got two things, two angels, goodness and mercy, following me all the days of my life. Short story, then I'm just about done in about three minutes. One day there was a preacher, and this preacher was asked to go to the hospital to see one of his members. He was asked to go where? He decided that he was not going to drive. He decided that he was going to walk. Hospital was only like maybe five, six blocks. So as he went down the street, he then said, I know a shortcut through the alley. So he decided to take the shortcut into the alley. He was walking down the alley, and all of a sudden, from behind a garbage can, a man jumps out and says, give me a light. And he happened to have his hunting jacket on, and he reached into his pocket, and he pulled out the light. And it went like this. And all of a sudden, the man that jumped out ran off. He said, that's strange. He asks for a light. I gave him a light, but he runs off. He goes to the hospital, visits his member. Once he leaves the member, goes on back home, never sees the man. The next morning, he's sitting there reading his newspaper. Reading his what? And as he's reading the newspaper, on the front page, he sees this man's picture. Fugitive cop who had killed seven people. And he said, honey, I, I can't eat breakfast right now. I've got to go down to the jail and see this man. She said, what for? He said, I, I can't explain. So i got to go down. He starts going down to the jail. And once he gets there, he says to the officer, officer, I'm pastor so-and-so. I'd like to visit the man that you caught last night. I'd like to talk with him. He goes in and he says to the man, he says, sir, I was going down to visit one of my members. And when I was going to visit one of my members, he said, was it you that jumped out behind that garbage can? He said, yes, it was me. He said, what was your intention? He said, I was going to kill you. You were going to be my next victim. He said, but when you reached into your pocket and you struck the match, he said, I didn't notice before, but there was somebody standing behind you. He said, and there were two big guys, looked like goodness and mercy. He said, but he said, I ran away because I couldn't fight all of y'all. How many know when you understand you've got God on your side? How many know no weapon formed against you is going to prosper? How many know it might come in your life? How many know trials might happen? 
But when God is on your side, how many know everything is going to be all right? How many know, yeah, though I walk through the valley, it's going to be all right. Though I'm on the mountain, it's going to be all right. Though I had hell and high water, come on, somebody, it's going to be all right. Though I might get sick, it's going to be all right. Though I might have a trial, it's going to be all right. Though I might have a problem, it's going to be all right. Because goodness and mercy, how long are they going to follow you? All the days of my life, every single day, when I wake up, goodness and mercy say, let's get it going. When I lay down at night, goodness and mercy take care of me. So I'm secure. I'm completely secure. That's why I can go to sleep at night. Secure. I ain't worried about nothing. I ain't worried about you frowning at me. I'm secure because God is in my life. How many here are secure? I want you to tell your neighbor, I'm secure. I ain't worried about nothing. Tell them, it's cool. Tell them, it's cool. God's blessing. If God, come on, you got to talk to folks. Listen, once again, you have not because you ask not. And if you don't ask and say nothing, you ain't going to get nothing. You got to let folks know what you believe. Last, last story. Last story. And then I'm going to ask this. This is what I want to do. Can I pastor? I can. I can keep them till 10 tonight. <laughs> I just, I, I want all the musicians and all the singers to help me do a song. I'm, I'm going to sing it oh, oh, how I love Jesus. So anybody that's a musician, anybody that's a singer, we're going to come up and we're going to sing that song because of the fact we understand in times like these, how many know we need Jesus? How many know with what's going on in our world, we need Jesus? If we're ever going to get ourselves out of this dilemma, how many know we need Jesus? Come on, somebody. How many know if we're going to see America great again, we need Jesus? One day there was a man that was doing just what you did a moment ago. And I'm going to ask you to do it with me again, just so you'll remember the 23rd song. The Lord is? Louder. Come on. Now, once again, see when you when you, when, once again, let me let me get back to you on that. Ho 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 ho! You're going too fast. When you get to that, when you get to that, yay! He just didn't say, yay! All right, let's go back a little bit. All right, yay! Though I walk, there you got it. Why? What's gonna happen? Uh huh. Where? And he does what? And my cup? Surely, come on, you got surely, goodness and mercy shall do what? And I shall. Sing because we know we're all my 
singers, singers, singers. If I have to ask again, I'm gonna get my take my belt off. Singers, come on, come on. What, Vini? Where, where's Brother Vini?
righteousness of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my this is what are you doing? Hallow! All right, come on, choir. Aren't they good, man? We might start us another church. <laughs> All right, that's an assurance. Thank you, choir. I'm going to take you to McDonald's. Take you to McDonald's. Get him a happy meal. Stephanie, could you bring me my phone, please? I I don't want to forget. I just, 
I just thank the Lord for being here tonight. And I thank each and every one of you all that has come out. Um, let me see if I can get this thing in, you know. Well, anyway, can't get it. Um, I want to thank Reverend Charles Brown for coming tonight. Um, I want to thank the praise team from um, Church on the Hill. Amen. The praise dancers from AME. Uh, AME. God bless you. The kitchen committee, wherever you are, thank you. Uh, Reverend Conchita Hoots, thank you for coming. Um, this has been on my heart for several years now, and it, tonight I just feel like it's come to full fruition here. I mean, I got brothers and sisters from other churches, and, and that, that is truly a desire. And I've always said, you know, Lord, I, I'm, I'm not capable of doing all of this. you got to get someone else. But... I feel like a bridge has started to be built. It's not completed, and it never will, but we're gonna all going to be able to cross over. And I just thank God for it. And I thank each and every pastor that's here tonight. God bless you for coming and, and just being with us. That just means so much to us. And I just ask you all, any of you that don't have anything to do, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 630, come on back because it's going to be more of the same. I don't want to contradict Sister Lorraine. I don't think it's going to be more than the same. God's going to tear it up tomorrow. God's going to tear it up Tuesday. He's going to tear it up Wednesday. Once he's going to tear it up, he's going to, he's going to tear us up. Because all I can say is give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And his love endures forever. Amen. I know the, pre the, the message has already been preached. But my little thing said closing remarks, right? Didn't say how long closing remarks go, right? I can say in closing 50 times, right? These folks want to go home, I know. But, you know, one of the things that just struck me is over and over again, we look at the fact that uh, we, we talk about the fact of how good God is, and yet we let the enemy tell us how bad, how bad and how bad and how bad our life is. Distractions have got to go. They're going to come flying at us, but they got to go. And all I know to say is give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. To God be the glory. And I know my brother's going to come up here and just close with, give us a benediction, but Lord, I'm already praying right now. I'm already praying right now for every person here this evening from whatever congregations, from whatever parts of Augusta County, from whatever parts of the state, who knows, from any part of the United States. We've got Pennsylvania represented right up here. But, Lord, I want to thank you that in Jesus we are united as one. To God be the glory. And if he is for us as we stand together, who or what can be against us? For even the gates of hell will not prevail. So, Lord, continue to raise us up in you by faith. 
Raise us up in you as we press in, taking your word for what it is, your word. And your word is truth. Your word is promise. And we can take your word to the bank. God, you are good. And Father, we already prepare our hearts. We prepare our minds for what it is you have the rest of the week. And as we walk out of this place, I don't want us to say, hey, that was an awesome service. No, I want to say, Lord, we serve an awesome God. And we praise you. We're going to take that out. And we're going to take that out this evening. And we're going to leave. And we're going to go out. And we're going to head into work tomorrow. What an awesome God we serve. We're going to head home. What an awesome God we serve. We're going to gather back together here. What an awesome God we serve. Continue to enliven who we are. Revive us, we pray. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. Great things he is doing. Great things he's going to do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, everybody, let's stand. Let's stand on our feet. All right, come across the aisle. Just get close to somebody. Just get close. Come on, get close. Don't nobody want you. They just want to hold your hand. Whatever song you just want to play, amen, that's fine. Praise the Lord. Father, why thank you for these people tonight. We go home completely secure, knowing that for us to live is Christ, for us to die is gain. But no matter what happens in our life, it's already covered. It's already done. We have the assurance that everything is going to be all right. So we thank you, and we praise you, and we bless you, we give you glory and we shout hallelujah 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 lift your hands and give god praise have a good night